September 18, 2021. Swap for Pedro Show. <laughs>
Watch for Pedro Show. Happy Saturday. Started off with Ascension. Now, this is the quartet version. It's called, like, I don't know, Blue Valse or some shit. It was. The quartet actually did this a little bit after the album with the big band. And this is live at uh, Juan Le Pen, uh, Antibes. July 27, 1965, John Coltrane. Then Dreadnought with Barefoot Kicker. Speaking of Dreadnought, the man behind that band, Brother Bob Lord, with us again six months later through the magic of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. Welcome back aboard, Brother Bob. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in this six months, what's happened with you, Bob? Oh, well, let's see. Well, the last time we spoke, I had just released my first solo record, uh, Playland Arcade. So you were kind enough to play some music from that. And um, in that time, since then, I put the record out and you know did a bunch of interviews and promo and had a fun time sharing it with everybody. And uh, have actually been in the studio quite a bit doing some new recordings for uh, myself, but also for my company, Parma. So we've been doing a lot of um, orchestral recordings, chamber music recordings in Europe and in the United States. So it's been a busy, been a busy six months for me. Lots of music. Yes, sir. And not all bass. Not all bass. You know, that's the thing about being a bass player, right? <laughs> right, right. Right. It's a trippy thing, huh? Uh, it, I love it, actually, because it is so trippy. I don't think there's any way I'd be doing what I'm doing right now as far as, you know, producing um, different types of music, jazz, classical, all this stuff, if I wasn't a bass player. I, I think, you know, you, you know the drill, man, like, you're on stage, you're, you're supposed to be in the back, but you're, you're able to explore in different ways that other people might not notice. And, uh, you know, who knows where it leads you. So it's fun. The focus bringer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fresh maker. The, fresh the maker. task monitor. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right, right. So how, how are you doing? What's been going on in your world? Well, you know, I've been doing five shows a week since November. Crazy. You know, it's part of the debt I feel. I owe the movement. Me and D. Boone, Georgie, we got attention. We got heard. I should, if I got the ability, I should do the same with other cats. That and so, and the situation presented itself. Fuck it, do it, do it. I, I, I think, it's, I think it's awesome. Don't shirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, man. I I, actually, I, I, think, I think it's, it's kind of bass player ethic in a way, a little bit. Yeah, you know, what goes around comes around, right? We, we learned that at a young age, but uh, but it's awesome to see you do this. And uh, you've exposed me to a whole ton of music I never would have heard otherwise. So it's it's awesome. Keep doing it. Well, you know, it's people connecting people, right? I would have never yep. known. But but to me, it's like me and D. Boone finding out about the, you know, the movement up in Hollywood. Uh, uh, not, you know, connects, knowledge is power. It's fucking yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. So, so. <laughs> I ain't going to be a shit hoarder, you know, and I want to. <laughs> right, I'm with you. I'm with them. you. They're enough shit hoarders. We, we got to spread it out. Okay. So tell me about. Uh, no, no. I, I want to play uh, this Friday. Okay.
Why when you walk inside of darkness It's all surprising Why when you let the urge incite you It's all a mystery It's all I never had to wait for It's all I never had to pray for Coming true when the pain is gone somehow Only in haste does it stay, oh yeah Why do we let the hate control a passing breath? Why do we find a way to have it named our face? Why does it feel so good to break a fragile joy? Oh, just ask yourself. It's all I never had to wait for It's all I never had to pray for In the end the pain was always there Oh but now Just ask yourself Oh, 
Scott for Pedro Show. That chunk of music started with Bob Lord, Frido. Then Bird Flight, part one of three, from Chris Gregory. Uh, Vamos uh, do Limbo out of uh, Brazil. They got a new album. And this is Suga. Nightcrawler from uh, La Flange de Mall. That's Chris Cones. One of his, uh, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Uh, projections. Uh, Bombus Predator after that. Uh, tonal Recall. Uh, Bill Nace, part seven of eight of his piece, both. Uh, Bino, Just Ask Yourself, Black Humor. <laughs> I love this song, Neo Hippies. It, it's so fucking, when she, that lady says the only thing new is you finding out about it. That fucking hits so home with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Now calling, you know, a bunch of fucking little kids and shit, that was belligerent. <laughs> But I like that line. Okay, and then finally, Dreadnought. Gaudy bobbles. <laughs> if they're bobbles, they got to be Gaudy, right? <laughs> although although Anton Gaudi, you know, interesting man. I, uh, uh, Brother Bob, you been to Barcelona? I have not, actually. Because he's got some shit there, right? That, that, that's that my understanding, yeah. That park and the church, and the, there was a colony, even a workers kind of thing. He, and you know what he did, right? He he hung chains upside down to see how gravity. He didn't like the straight angles. He wanted the natural curve of yeah uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, fucking churches uh, got on the spires. They got pineapples and, and get this. You know how uh, angels write with the harps. He's got them with the fucking bassoons. <laughs> right, familia, sangria, man after my own heart. Yeah, the family blood or whatever. They've been building this thing for a hundred years. Uh, you know, a beautiful thing. But Gaudi yeah, yeah. got to be a, a weird word, right? He was killed like yeah. uh, the guy who started our harbor here, Finney's Banning, hit by a streetcar, and because he dressed Econo, they wouldn't bring him to the hosp. <laughs> Fucking bastards! It's not a new thing being assholes, right? Okay. Long tradition of that, yeah. <laughs> Long tradition. So, 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 dreadnought. Yeah. Explain. Oof, boy, that's a loaded question. I think so. We're simultaneously the most successful and least successful band in our genre. I think it's safe to say that. Um, you know, we we've done some really weird stuff over the years, and uh, I think we've just learned to have a really fun time making music. And we we love to be in the studio. We love to play on stage, but. There's something about when the three of us get together, you know, we're, we're trying to do something just a little bit crazy and to just be enjoying it. And I don't know. I think there's something about the music. I, I don't know if you agree, but there's something about the uh, Dreadnought music where you can hear this kind of inherent humor in it. You know, we all love Zappa. We all love prog rock. We're all into like, you know, rock and roll and weird sardonic stuff like Steely Dan and all this. And I think you can hear a little bit of that uh, musical kind of element of the complexity that, that we enjoy, but also this kind of you know, quirky, off-kilter kind of sense of humor. Um, so, yeah, it's been 25 years with this band. we got a new record coming out a little bit later this year. And um, and I think we actually premiered uh, the first time anybody ever heard anything off our new album was on your show the last time I was on. And I think we're, uh, we've got another <laughs> new one this time, too, for you. So, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was a band called Rip, Rig, and Panic. Part of the pop group guys, they used uh, Roland Kirk. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, and uh, they had this tune called Knee Deep and Shit and there's a line in there 
here it goes Watt with another line. If Jesus would have laughed when he was crucified, his killers would have been terrified. <laughs> We're at the end of the first hour, September 18, 2021, Dish Watt Pedro Show special guest, Bob Lord. Hang tight for our two. September 18, 2021, so second hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
Show started the second hour off. Dreadnought, nervous little dogs up around the sun. That's a new project Tim Kerr from the big boys has got. Crook Brothers Breakdown. Then, uh, Croatia, Trobakova Kushna Peshi with Armesia, which is uh, army. Lucas Abella from Sydney, part two of two of Renault, the car people. Brother Bob Lord, last word. So, like right here, we did a Bob Lord, we did a Dreadnought. Describe the difference, please. Ah, okay. So, uh, Dreadnought is a band I put together 25 years ago um, with a bunch of pals. And uh, we're still kicking. We're still putting out records. We still uh, we still love doing what we do. Um, and earlier on this year, I put out my, my first solo record. And I've produced, Brother Mike, I've produced, I think, like a thousand records in my career so far. Right, my, it's stupid. It's just, I mean, it's a stupid no, amount of records. That's bitching. Finally, I that's said, bitching. Yeah. Well, and finally, I'm like, you know, maybe I should make one of my own, right? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. so, so that's what I did. Let the bass and, player have some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And because, look, my day job, quote unquote, day job is in classical music, right? I'm the CEO of Parma Recordings, which is a, a classical music company that um, operates all over the world in terms of uh, recording and. Uh, producing music so i figured hey listen you know i can kind of roll in all my influences into one thing uh so on the record you know my, my solo stuff it's got symphony orchestra it's got rock band we've got percussion recorded in cuba where we also um you know operate uh and then the dreadnought stuff you know this is a new england band i think you know my one of our favorite bands one of dreadnought's favorite bands is nrbq i think oh, that yeah, they are great great man. I, great I, I happen to think they're the greatest rock and roll band that has ever walked the face of the earth you know so we definitely have always wanted to feel like we've got a little bit of the NRBQ in us. And so, you know um, the, the trip about that band. They can play anything, and it's them. Oh, yeah. They're the best. They're the best. But every they're band should be like that. Like, you said that genre word, and I got scared. Yeah. Yeah, right? right. <laughs> well, you know, you scared me, Brother Bob. Stage. 
they would have this magic box on stage, right? And they would just circulate it. And there was all these like, you know, song names in the box and an audience member would just pick a name out of the box and they'd play whatever the audience member picked. Those, those guys were amazing. They are amazing. Because fucking music is music, right? Absolutely. That's, and they that's the fucking, whole point, right? they personify that, 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 that theory. Definitely. And, and that is also what caused them to not be commercially successful, right? Every time Pro- they got a major probably, label album, right? Well, you know, I was hearing the Newport Jazz Duty uh, festival guy, folk festival guy, he just passed away. And, but yeah, Terry, Gross was ta- yeah. Terry Gross was talking to him maybe from 20 years ago. And yeah, uh, it's just so it's just so weird how things can get compartmentalized. and Like Bobby playing electric, you know, that was a big drama. Yeah, and like he, he comes to the rescue. Bob, go out there and sing "Baby Blue Acoustic." What the <laughs> fuck? Right? right? There's that gig in England, right? Where that dude y- uh, yells Judas at him. He tells Robbie uh, Robertson, uh, "Turn it up." Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Well, we're we're always gonna have Puritans trying to tell us what to, not to do. You know, that's that's the nature. But you know what? Ha- what was kind of jackass? I thought of his spiel was, oh. Rock and roll, they yeah, the guy who sells the most records, that's who everybody likes. Yeah, Mitch Miller sold more records than Duke Ellington, but everybody knew Duke Ellington was better. Uh, right. Art Tatum walked in the room, they knew who was a good piano player. Us humans get caught up in this kind of hierarchy shit. Fuck. It's weird. It's it's all about numbers, right? And everyone right, thinks that right. a, number, a number means something, but it doesn't. It really doesn't. Yeah, at the end of the day, it don't. And, uh, look, Night Sweats. This is a Bob Lord tune. Let's listen. Thank you. 
Pedro Show. That chunk of music, Bob Lord started off with Night Sweats. Then Samuel Lockward, Iowa City. Do you love me? Kishi Bashi. He was on the show last week. Violin Tsunami. Los Skeletons out of South London. Cowboy Blues. <laughs> it's not where you're from, it's where you're at, people. <laughs> Sliced toes. And then Dan Brown. Rat Attack. Now you sent me this. Yeah. So I sent you one I didn't write. I sent you one that I produced because it's such a cool, a cool track and a cool project. And this is DDM Brown of the Da Vinci Code fame. This is the guy that wrote oh, the Da wow. Vinci Code. The, the, the guy who stole the uh, Holy Blood, Holy Grail thing. I actually got taken <laughs> to court and he said, yeah, you're right. I did hey, take you know, everything. Man, but he wins the case because it was some kind of weird history, even though everybody knew it was a right. The, the well, listen, fire and the Scion and all that was jive. If, 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 I've if been you're into not getting sued, you're doing the something 80s, wrong. Bob. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been way into this shit. So how did you connect with this man? So uh, in another life, I have a, a bunch of different lives like we all do as musicians, right? We all do different different shit. And uh, so for the last 16 years, Dreadnought has been the house band at a venue up here in Portsmouth, New Hampshire called the Music Hall. Beautiful venue. Uh, and I've been the music director there for that time. I'm now the, the chair of the board. It's a nonprofit. So I'm the chair of the board of trustees now. And um, they've been involved with the organization for a long time. Anyway, they asked uh, me to take care of handling music for a series where we would have well-known authors come out on book tour. So we would, Dreadnought would play like a little mini concert. The author would give a talk. We'd play another little mini concert. The author would do an interview on a radio program, a public radio, where I had written the theme music. And then the night ends. So it's kind of like a world's most dangerous band kind of gig. And it's cool for the authors because it's a different experience for them. It's a thousand person theater and it's, it's a great vibe. So this is like 15 years ago and, um, and we had a gig with Dan Brown. And so in doing my homework to prepare for the, the music, which is supposed to tie into the, you know, the evening and the book and the concept and all this stuff, I found out that Dan was uh, a musician. And actually he tried to make it as a musician before he became an author. And he put out a couple records out in, uh, out in, in L.A. when he was out there in the early 90s. So I did some digging. 
I did a little bit of digging here and there, and I ended up finding a couple of files. And one of the pieces, it's like a really cool kind of like um, six eight kind of number. And uh, so I said, let's let's do this. Six with the band. eight, the jazz, so we, so, the jazz. Yeah, a, yeah. a, a little, it's a little like a a little sway to it. Let's put it that way. So, oh, well, like so what we, uh, John Coltrane did to my favorite thing, or Elvin, brother Elvin. Uh, per, Perhaps something like this, yeah. And so, anyway, so we're, we're up there on stage, and we're playing his tune before he walks out. And the look on his face, he went from, you know, just preparing to give a speech to complete and total confusion to strange delight and then to just, you know, laughing. And uh, and from that moment on, you know, we, we became friends. And so about eight years ago or so, he said, you know, I want to get back into music. Would you be, be willing to be my producer? I said, absolutely, let's go. And in the last probably four or five years, we've been developing this project, which is called Wild Symphony. And it's a children's book and symphonic suite. And it's really, really cool, man. It's a, it's a great thing. And I think Dan gave like a great gift to uh, symphony orchestras all over the world. So this piece that you just played, Rat Attack, that's one of the movements from the symphonic work. And I just I think it rips, man. We recorded it with um, an orchestra that I, I operate in Croatia. And I think the thing sounds great. I'm really proud of it. So anyway, thanks for thanks for playing it. Croatia, okay. We play yeah uh, that band, uh, Trobakova, Kushna, uh, Pesci. Yeah. I mean, th- these cats, you know, was called. Uh, they were part of something called Yugoslavia, and these cats had a scene going in the early '80s. Uh, that was fucking like like Minutemen. There was a lot of bands over there fucking kicking up much dust. Yeah. I, I should uh, mention those, the Holy Blood, Holy Grail, Blagent Lay. God, what was her names? Blagent Lay. I got a couple of them are, are gone now and stuff. But Dan Brown, what, what what instrument did he play? He's a pianist. He's a pianist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, in in a terrific songwriter and a really really talented guy, all in all, and and just a fun a really fun guy Lincoln. to work with. So the other yeah. guy was Lincoln. Lincoln Blagent Lay. Those were the three authors. I read this thing, you know, and uh, it's just, just so trippy. And then um, Umberto Echo made kind of a joke book on this called Foucault's Pendulum. Oh, sure. And it yeah. don't matter. I think the Great bottom book. line is it doesn't matter whether shit is real or not. What matters is people believing in it, right? Fuc- like Fuc- with, with our anti-vaxxers, with our uh, yeah. sh- shooting up chlorine and you know, oh, it's a horse wormer. Yeah, that's what's important. It's not whether the shit, you know, there are telluric currents, telluric you know, power centers. No, but if people believe that, that, you know, that, that, that man, what was his name? Belbo. He ends up getting murdered. It's the way he's murdered, which is the, uh, the, the pendulum, right? It's got two, the way the rope's tied around him, it's, it's strange. It's not just around the neck, it's his, his ankles and his neck, so it's a weird... Fuck what you're going on a tangent here. <laughs> People got to know when they when they listen to your show that they've entered spoiler territory. They got to know that, right? Like, listen, it, it, for all you out there who wanted to read Foucault's Pendulum, you're now fucked. So. <laughs> spoiler alert. We're at the end of the second hour, <laughs> September 18, 2021. Dish Watt Peter Show special guest Bob Lord Hunt. Hold tight for hour three. September 18, 2021. It's the third hour. The Watt Peter Show. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Goodbye, says Jack Kerouac. Yeah, I'm leaving town today. Got my fears in my rucksack, but my tears are all packed away. Said I'm sorry I'll disappoint you, but I've always been this way. Yeah, I walk about. But I never settled in Well, it's the best times I ever had Best times stole Those days just going on I'm searching for they go Yeah, I'm searching for they go So I light another fire to sit beside And your boat ain't another dream Cause this boxcar goes on forever But it takes me to where I wanna go So I live my life forever It's the best times they ever had. Best times though. Those days just going on. I'm searching for they go. Yeah, it's the best times that I ever had. Best times though. Those days just going on. I'm searching for they go. Yet again, I walk away Yet again, I walk away Cause it's good to be Yeah, it's good to be Yeah, it's good to be Thank you very much, Chad
Pedro Show. Third hour started off. Dreadnought. Sundown at the Barnyard. Then Graf from Netherlands. Dress 17. On the roads. This is live in the USA. Tim Holhouse, England guy. And Dreadnought. Surface Raid. Are, they, are these from the same album? Uh, no. So let's see. Surface Raid came out back in, I think, uh, about 2013. And uh, that one we did, that's got a, a symphonic uh, accompaniment to it. So it's like rock band and orchestra. And that was one of the first uh, new recordings that we'd done in a couple of years, actually. And the, the first one you played, Sundown at the Barnyard, yeah. that's a, a track off of our new album called Northern Burner. And that's coming out later on this year. And that's the first time anyone's ever heard that track right there. So thanks, whoa, for, whoa. thanks for playing it. It's a premiere. Okay, okay. And, and um, how many years are you talking? Uh, eight, nine years between the two? What's a big diff? Well, yeah. one thing is bringing aboard the fucking synth, right? <laughs> Definitely, man. Yeah, so look, when we started, right, we were like, a, you know, like college jam band, rock band kind of kind of group, but with some kind of progressive rock influences. We kind of whittled our, our, our band down a, a trio, which is a trio that we, we have now. Right. And so we were really, you know, doing a lot with just three instruments when we were playing live. And our feeling has always been the live art and the recorded art are two completely different things. So Absolutely. we've never really worried about saying, well, how are we going to replicate this or do that? So it's an interesting process, man, because what we've ended up doing when we write, it's like we write as trio. Yeah. We create the we create the pieces or, you know, we individually bring stuff in or whatever, however it happens. We go in the studio, we record, we overdub whatever the hell we want to overdub. We, we really use the studio in that kind of queen, the, the queen way, right? You use it as a tool. And then... We go back and we relearn the tunes and we distill what we did in the studio, not what we did when we originally wrote the piece. Ah. So when we end up playing the shit live, it's actually like a version of the recording as opposed to where it began in the first place. So it's a really cool evolution. And the stuff that gets added along the way, whether it's, you know, other players or orchestra or whatever, um, you know, we just want to be sure that we can in some way replicate some of it. But we don't feel the need to be uh, beholden to it. You know, yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah. But I, I dig the idea of the, the tune being dynamic. It's not set in stone. Definitely. That, Definitely. That, that, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, right. Not playing. Well, in the jazz world, there's a lot. Of, don't ever play anything twice. Right. Always right. play it different. Right. Well, why can't songs be like that? Yeah, well, and listen, man, like, obviously, as we talked before, my, my day job, quote unquote, is in classical music, right? Where people are, are fucking... They're reading shit off so, the paper, right? right. They're, yeah, they're still beholden to the, to the paper. And it's like, listen, let's, let's, get some, let's get some air in here, right? Right. So, right. I, I don't know, but, I, you know, if you think about Steely Dan for a minute, because I know that you and I are both Doctor Who fans, let's put it that way. Yeah, oh, fucking know. Dan and Georgie, too. <laughs> the, oh yeah, man. Oh, man. We, so, we, we so, would have to listen to two albums at a time on Minuteman tours. Okay, was it just one record? Because the cassettes had one on one, on one each those? side. So George, oh yeah, yeah. Now we didn't, we weren't well, into Asia, well, but the other fucking five, six. Oh man, we, I know every note of the fuck. Yeah, Doctor Wu, right? Katie and listen, and, and those guys, Katie Lyon, the best. And what those guys were doing, they had the block of marble in front of them, and they just kept chipping away at it until they found the lion, right? They kept trying different stuff and different angles. I here heard about all there. kinds of great shit on the deck, right? Like yeah. there's 20 guys come into solo. Only one gets the gig. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so great, yeah. Oh, crazy, man. Crazy Can you imagine all the shit? Now, I read the story about the solo, actually Jimmy Page's favorite, Reeling in the Years, right? 
Mm-hmm. What's his name? Elliot Randall? Some cat. They asked him to join the band. He said no. But it's fucking an SVT amp. There's no guitar amp in the studio. <laughs> so he just turned up an SVT all the way. And it's actually the second take because the engineer forgot to hit the record button. But he said the only advice he got from Donald Fagan was feel the blues. Oh, man, that's so great. Yeah, that, 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 that's direction. That's so great. That's so great. And you could tell he's he's following the piano, right? Da, 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 da. And, but then he, yep. he takes off, you know, and, 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 and something about that. Okay. So the Dan is a big part of the fucking Dreadnought. Definitely. Absolutely, man. For sure. Those guys, I think they're just unbelievable. And, uh, you know, I was talking about this with a buddy of mine the other day. Um, I get like a side project where we do all Steely Dan albums, right? And we'll just go out wow. and we'll like a full album. You know, it's, know it's great. I didn't know that. It's so much fun, right? And so um, we had to do, we were doing Gaucho. And, you know, when I was in high school, when I was a little kid growing up, 13 years old, playing. That's in the, the one fucking, that we didn't like is Gaucho. Half I, age is okay. We like Black Cow. I, yeah, Black Cow my, and Peg are fucking bit. Peg is so econo. I know. It's uh, so uh, good, dude. Uh, so econo. How long? They probably had some dudes jamming for like 10 weeks or something to get that one econo lick. Exactly. It's it's so it's so cool, man. But when we look, I vowed, I made a vow. I would never like the album Gaucho when I was a kid. I'm playing in hardcore bands and I'm thinking like this is like the absolute worst music. Well, <laughs> well, when I actually played it, when I actually sat down to play the record and when I got inside of it and I had the sheet music, right, like for time out of mind i remember i you know the bass part it's really embedded in there so i'm like i gotta get the sheet music and really do exactly what needs is that to be done. Rainy? Yep, yeah yep and then when when you get inside those tunes man yeah. it's like unbelievable chuck, you, chuck, like rainy, big, yeah. uh, chuck rainy with the 16th notes oh my fucking god nah, he's out of his mind that guy yeah he's fantastic so. he, the only eagle is the drummer man bernard purdy they're they're kind of uh, i think they're both on royal scam yeah, and actually, you know what? My my record label, we uh, Big Round Records. It's a member. It's a uh, a label for my Parma company. We just released an album with Bernard Purdy on it. Actually, you know, he, he did an album with so. the fucking Last Poets. On, on, get this, Neil Bogart, right? Uh, Kiss yeah. and Donna Summer. What yeah. was that? What was that label? Casablanca. Yep, there. It's called Delights from the Garden or some shit, and it. One side is a collection of songs. The other side is this opera called Beyonder, three-part opera. Really? It, 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 I wouldn't shit you, brother. This brother. is awesome. I didn't know this. The Blast Poets and Bernard po- uh, Purdy. Oh, fuck, yeah. Look, let, oh, right. let, let, let me play uh, Taking a Ride with the Fat Man, Sidney Greenstreet. <laughs>
Last music for this edition. Take a ride with the fat man. Fatter, fatter, puck, puck. Dreadnought. Is it new Dreadnought? That's an, that one's from like a 2017. So that's our last full-length album that we put out. We okay. put out a couple singles and stuff since then, but yeah. Recent Dreadnought. Recent. Recent yeah. Dreadnought. And then Daniel Spicer with J- Jubilate Dale. Maybe it's Latin. Huh? Jubilata Dale. And uh, yeah, God's uh, big festival, right? And then finally, Bob Bob Lord tenderly, tenderly, tender song, tenderly. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, what's the other way? Well, there's a lot of other ways. I'm of Italian descent, so tenderly is usually low on the list. Okay. <laughs> right, the beatings will continue till morale improves. That's exactly right. <laughs> Get the fucking hair shirt back on. So what's the next plan, Bob? Oh, man. So we got uh, got the new Dreadnought album coming out, um, coming soon. I'm actually going in the studio next week with a bunch of the guys that I have on my solo record. We're just going to do some recording for my next record, and I... I've got a couple ideas, but I'm kind of going in, um, going in kind of free and fresh, which is very unusual for me. And then later on this year, uh, we you got mean a ton like of recording right in sessions. the studio. Uh, I, yeah, well, because I, I got a, I got a couple things I'm going to do, like a couple pieces that I, I got lined up. But then I've got you know a couple ideas that I'm just going to go in and I'm going to find when I'm in there. So I'm going to bring some of my guys in, and we're just going to have a good time because we haven't been in the studio together in quite a while, and we're all vaxxed up. So why not? Yeah, 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 brother Matt, fuck. He, he went through it five days. He lost three buddies. Holy shit. Yeah, I wish people would be serious about this shit. Totally agree, man. The like only I, way, I, the va that's how we get out, right? It's the way. It's the only way out. Yep. I was talking to my buddy Peter about Charter Christian. 25 because of tuberculosis. Wow. But we got a vaccine. My, my pop had it, right? It was arrested because there was mm -hmm. a vaccine, you know? And why? It's different now? Well, why? Because you need an identity? You, you want to be a rebel? <laughs> what the fuck, people? It's like putting out yeah. a fire. Come on, bucket brigade. <laughs> anyway, get off the thing. So uh, you're going to make a new a Bob Lord record? Yeah, make a new Bob Lord record. And then, um, you know, that's just kind of getting off the ground now. Like uh, The Dreadnought one's coming out in a couple months. And then we have just a ton of recording sessions in Europe for, for Parma. So like a lot of orchestral music we're doing right now, a lot of chamber music, some choir music on... Um, and, you know, we put out like about maybe eight records a month or so uh, is about what we average uh, at the company. So, so if, you know, if people are looking for like, you know, modern classical. No, no, music's a lifeline. Music is a lifeline. And you're fucking proving that, Brother Bob. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolute. Absolute. Uh, and, and not sitting on your fucking hands. <laughs> hey, listen, man, you know, that's the thing, right? What, what did Wayne Gretzky say? He said, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So my job is to produce music, right? And that's what I want to do. And you I know, like Vinny, to produce, remember produce, Microwave produce. on the Pistons? Vinny yeah, Johnson. sure. He said, they got him right after one of, they got, they got one of the rings. And he says, look, I told people I'm a shooter. I'm not a scorer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight. I love that. That's a great line. I know, I know. People aren't usually that honest, but, you know, he was in the moment. He was in the moment. I love having you on. When you get this new shit done, will you come back on the show, Brother Bob? Uh, I promise. Thanks so much for having me. Absolute, Great to talk to you again, Mike. Absolute big love. People, September 18, 2021, edition of Watt Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.